G'day, my name's Eero. This is my show called Imperial Rebel Orc Podcast. This is episode 36, where I'm going to be talking about the ultimate workspace, workstation, work studio for our beloved hobby. Pick up the brushes, pick up the paints, pick up the models and crank the music because it's time for The Imperial Orc Podcast. So last week in episode 35, I was talking about storage space and all that kind of stuff. And I just thought it'd be fun for episode 36 to sort of continue on with that theme, but talk about like the ultimate, what would be the dream come true workspace? Because I think from what I can gather from from reading other blogs and uh, looking at things on Instagram and things like that, I can see that most people, some are very lucky with their spaces, but most people sort of have to squeeze it into their lives as best they can. Like I know one chap who's got like a stable table, so one of those sort of trays with a cushion underneath that goes across your lap, and that's his painting setup. So he's got a lamp and he's got that. So I sort of go, I can hear the violins playing when I'm even talking about it now. Like that, <laughs> that makes me feel sad that he has to do it like that. But at the same time, I like that he goes, no, no, but this is what I have to do for now. So that's what I'm going to do. And I, I admire his determination to stick to his hobby, even though he's working in such harsh conditions. <laughs> Other people might have more of a shared space. So it might be a, um, a study or something like that. And their children use it for, to do their homework and their wife uses it to do embroidery. And then they, when they get their chance, they go in there and they've got a little setup there with their paints and pots and, and brushes and models and stuff as well. And that's kind of cool. Like, uh, I think there's nothing wrong with sharing a space because I think I quite like it when, say, if I'm doing some painting at the kitchen table and the wife is doing some drawing because she's a great drawer. So, uh, an illustrator. So, I think you can share that space together without having to talk too much. Uh, you can talk, <laughs> but having a cup of tea and just being in a creative space and mindset with each other is kind of cool too. So I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Then there's other people who want to get as far away from the family or the house as humanly possible. <laughs> no, I'm joking, of course. But there are people out there who have the outside shed or garage or, or barn, maybe, who knows. And that becomes their man cave, their hobby space. I even know of people, uh, people I follow on the blog that have, have purpose-built sheds just for their hobby. And I like that. I think that's really cool. As I mentioned last week, I am very fortunate to have a whole room dedicated to the hobby. Um, but <laughs> as I look at it, I sort of start to think yeah, it really needs to be bigger though. I need more space. And that's what I sort of banged on about last week. So ultimately, yeah, you know, it would be cool to have an outside barn or warehouse <laughs> um, to have everything. But I'll I'll talk about my dream workstation, workspace, work studio uh, for the hobby um, a little bit later in the show. But I did ask the question on the Instagram, what would be your dream workstation, workspace? And I also asked the question on the blog. So what I'll do is I'll read out the responses I got from there first, and then we'll come back and then I'll, I'll bang on for probably too long about my ultimate dream space.
Okay, so for Instagram, I put up a post, Eero asks, that's the little catchphrase thing I'm going for, it's not really that original or cool, but it sort of works for me. I'd ask the question, G'day gang, for episode 36 of Imperial Rebel Orc Podcast, I'm asking, what would your dream workspace slash studio be? Let me know in the comments below for a shout out on the show. <laughs> I'm so radio. Uh, ineptus, ineptus underscore mechanic. McKenna underscore Cuzzy <laughs> or Cuzzy Cuzzy. Uh, so that's Ineptus I N E P T U S underscore Makana M E C H A N A underscore Cuzzy C U double Z I E. My dream workspace would be soundproof and have a fan to push air out of the room for when using stanky glues or other rattle cans, etc. That's a very good point. I said, haha, cool. Why soundproof though? Oh, so you can crank the volume of my podcast. Oh, very funny, Eero. Very funny indeed. Um, yeah, he liked it, but he didn't reply, <laughs> which is fair. I think that's a good call. I think... You know, uh, yes, you can go outside and do the rattle cans or airbrush or whatever, but it's kind of cool to have it all in the one space. You know what I mean? Like all your storage, everything all in one space and all your workstations being able to have, you know, ventilation so you can spray until your heart's content and not keel over and die. That's a great idea. Uh, Poimo or Poi. Yeah, Poimo82, um, he's a cool dude. A wall of display cases opposite some nice big windows with a view, posable lights over my work desk with a nice gaming table in between. Wait, where's the armchair and fish tank? I said, haha, remember it's your dream workstation so you could have a whole goddamn aquarium in there. And then he replied to that and said, clearly my imagination needs development. Well, no, not necessarily. It's just that, you know, this this question is like, there's no holds bar. Like, just go nuts with it. Um, but I did find most people were fairly uh, uh, modest and humble and, um, you know, held and conservative. Conservative is the word. Um, unlike my good self. Uh, Prolly Goblin, um, he said, I want different desks for different tasks. Yeah, I like that. Painting desk kit bashing desk, sculpting desk, airbrush desk, scratch slash styrene desk, scratch building, etc. Lots of storage and finished model display space too. This guy is on the money and it's, yeah, pretty much or very, very similar to what I want. And I said, yeah, perfect. I'd also need a lunch table and maybe even a bar with built-in beer tap. Absolutely. <clears throat> Second underscore founding said an elevated room in a restored tower house on the west coast of Ireland or even one of the islands off the coast like Inishmore facing west towards the ancestors and with plenty of natural light. That's a very iconic and romantic sort of vision there, isn't it? I, I like that. Now, over on the uh, on the old-fashioned blog, imperialrebelorc.wordpress.com, if you want to go and check it out, I asked the question on there as well. The imperfect modeler, he said, can't see the point in staying in one place, so a suitably converted camper van so I can drive all over the world. Find nice, quiet places and paint would be ideal. I really like that idea. I think, again, it's something, there's a romantic sort of vibe about that. Like it's, it's um, you know, like a wandering poet 
or <laughs> you know like yeah it's it's like a gypsy a gypsy i kind of like that idea it's kind of cool traveling all over the world you could be watching the sunset in um, versailles in italy or something and just be like oh, i'm gonna paint some uh, bolt action figurines while i watch the sunset here and i i think that's a lovely idea thank you the imperfect modeler go check his blog out brilliant Dave2718, he's a cool dude. He said, I like the idea of a space big enough for three or four tables with actual daylight, a nice place to have friends over for, for gaming day. Yeah, natural light's a big one. One, because I think natural light just makes you feel better rather than being under like a fluorescent light all, all day and all night or something. Um, but I think also uh, on the photography side of things, natural light works perfectly. Um, we had, we had Dave K, Dave, Dave is in Dave and in K-A-Y, go check his blog out too, he's a very cool dude. Um, I think mine would be high ceilings with a sheltered outdoor area for easy spray painting, air conditioned of course, with drawers for model storage, large bits, boxes, Mr. Maker style, very, <laughs> yeah, very cool. Space for painting and modeling, a gaming table, and a couple of computers probably would cost more than most houses. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. As much as we want all this stuff and we want the space and we want the win, win, you know, huge windows and air conditioned and spray booths, it's going to cost. But let's just push that out of our minds for now and just have fun with it. <laughs> but yeah, the cost would certainly be up there. Dave Stone, go check him out too. Um, currently building mine and it's a slow process, especially as I keep having new ideas. Or the wife looks at the area and says, I think we need to get you custom shelves. That's a good wife. Floor to ceiling to optimize your space. Will be great when that happens. A place where you're comfortable, can get to your resources easily is a must. Nothing Nothing worse than being partway through a project and thinking, I'll just grab that bit I need and spending two hours looking for it. That can be annoying. I'd replied and said, nice mate, make sure you do a post on it with pics. Absolutely, I want to see that. I don't mind sifting through bits boxes looking for things, but not when the bits box is the size of a bath. That's, uh, yeah, I, I like doing it. I find it, it throws me back to my Lego days when you sort of, you know, um, trawling through the pile of Lego to find that one particular head with a moustache or whatever it was. And it, yeah, it's very reminiscent of that. But yeah, if you've got tons and tons of bits, which I do now, which I'm grateful for, don't get me wrong, um, it kind of pays to know roughly where the bits are. Anyway, uh, we had Pete S slash SP. <clears throat> He's another very cool dude over on the blog. Self-tidying. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, how good would that be? That you could, because if, if you're a mad converter like me um, and just snipping away constantly, then, you know, you don't want to go chasing after every little plastic bit that you cut away. So like might be a bit of sprue or something, some little, some flash on the model or whatever. Um, I don't. I just cut it all off and it goes everywhere and then my poor wife vacuums it up. <laughs> I've always said, hey, look, it's my space, just leave it. Who cares? Um, eventually, when it gets so hard to walk on, I'll vacuum it. But she is a very clean person, tidy person, very conscientious person <laughs> and uh, and tidies it all up, so that's nice. Um, but anyway, so he said self-tidying, it would be... It would be self-tidying. Other than that, I'm quite attached to my little shed. He's got a cool little shed, actually. 
could do with some music in there, but it's good. Just need to, just need a tidy, really. It doesn't have to be fancy to keep me happy. Oh, Pete, that's very sweet. Obviously, if money were no object, which was, that's kind of what we're saying, a massive converted barn, I think you meant to say, with different areas and a few tables so I could keep different games set at different points would be nice. Plus a, plus a refreshments area, <laughs> I like that, with tea, coffee, beer, cider, whiskey. Select your own poison. That would be great. Absolutely. A bar is an essential part of my workstation. I'm even, in all seriousness, I'm actually um, considering getting a bar fridge for down in my fungin because you know what? It's a long way to walk up to the kitchen, up to up the stairs. Um, I'm also next to a bathroom, so that's, you know, toilet and and water and stuff is, is and a shower if I want to take one that's covered but I really do need a bar fridge possibly a bed possibly some sort of bed setup <laughs> we had rantings from under the war games table now that's Roger you remember Roger from uh, episode 34 I interviewed him he's a very cool dude um, he said the small bedroom I used to have the small bedroom desk by the window computer on another small desk next to my stereo on the shelf behind me with speakers on the wall pictures on two walls and bookshelves on the other two small drawers of unpainted figures on the wall next to my desk the whole thing about seven foot square but I loved it then we had my youngest 22 years ago now I share the front room with seven cats not ideal I'm sat here now with three of them looking at me waiting for me to feed them and one has a tendency to lie in the middle of my painting table all day but I can't move her because she's old not so much a fungin as a catastrophe <laughs> thanks for the comment Roger you didn't actually say what your ideal workspace would be but that's okay I still enjoyed the story about your cats The Imperial Rebel Org Podcast! Hello, hero. I am your fairy god robot. Tell me exactly what you want for the ultimate workstation slash studio. Alright. Alright. Now, strap yourselves in, guys, because I'm very much a person who is a go big or go home kind of person so I'm not gonna hold back as far as what I want for my workstation studio man cave it's a man cave let's be honest right so first of all it's a massive room okay really big <laughs> like ridiculously big um, it's got polished concrete floor because I'm gonna be having like a, you know a really comfortable wheeled office chair recliner that I can also lay back in and maybe have a little snooze from time to time. So polished floorboards, uh, sorry, polished concrete so I can roll around to the different workstations in the studio. Dead center of this room is going to be a, a <laughs> I'm talking like it's actually going to happen, is a 12 foot by 8 foot, not a gaming table, but a diorama table. And it'll be an ocean, right? The whole thing, the whole table will be one big ocean with a massive pirate island in the middle. I've got, I've, I've, I've probably painted three, mod, no, four models for this massive diorama project idea that I've had for a number of years. I'm calling it 
um, St. Christos, which is a pirate island divided into four sections, but I won't go into it too much now. But anyway, it's huge. And it will have ships. It will have many, many figurines. It will have buildings. It will have docks. It will have caves and and even like a little offshoot, little island as well, little a tinier, a smaller desert island just off the coast of St. Christos that will have like these... Um, uh, lost explorers on there anyway <laughs> I don't know the, I could keep going but in the center of my studio will be that right with access all around it and um, you know obviously I can reach across to get to certain sections as well if need be I'm even thinking of having it literally divided into four tables um, so I can pull them apart if need be but anyway what else I'll have sort of in the center is four gaming tables six by four foot now why (laughs) well firstly why not but secondly so like pete said pete from the blog said so you can have games set up like so one table might be a medieval setup with a castle a siege sort of battle going on and next, the other one might be uh, like this Hellgate project I've been working on. It might be like a, like some war bands battling on this red planet. Another one could be a US Civil War fights and a battle. And then the last one could be bolt action, World War II. Who knows? But it gives me options. It gives me a chance to display all my toys um, and, uh, and, and terrain pieces and stuff like that. So that's four... <laughs> six by four tables so two on either side of the big pirate island table i hope you're following along um because (laughs) it gets a little crazy now along one whole wall right um i don't want any windows one whole wall will be dedicated to workbench from one end to the other like so one long workbench with drawers underneath and shelves above now This is where my workstations will be set up. And there's no particular order, but I suppose in a way it kind of makes sense to have like the building, kit bashing, converting section, then possibly the sculpting section, then possibly the uh, terrain scratch building section, and then finally the, uh, well, the painting, but then next to that, the airbrush and rattle can spray booth with appropriate ventilation. And drawers, you know, positioned all the way along between each of those work sections, uh, workstations. So it's got all the appropriate bits and pieces within those drawers, um, as well as the shelves, which will have, you know, paints and um, foam board and polystyrene and other bits and bobs. But also behind that wall, this is why I didn't want any windows on there, behind or on that wall, so behind the shelves on that wall, I want plastered a collage of artworks, uh, comic books, any kind of uh, inspirational reference material, visual reference material that just inspires me. So it could be um, some drawings from Ian Miller or uh, uh, John Blanche or Salvador Dali, whatever, but and just plastered. The whole thing is one big collage, if you follow me. Um, I think that'd be awesome. So every time I look up, I'm looking at something that could possibly make me go, oh yeah, I've never thought of using red and yellow in that way on this particular model and I could use that. Whatever it is, um, I just think that'd be such a cool visual for the whole room as well. Now, positioned around the, the rest of the walls, I'll have floor to ceiling windows 
um, because I want to. I love natural light. I want a lot of natural light coming in. But I'll also have um, you know positional lamps and things like that over the workstations because you know sometimes natural light or or ambient light isn't quite enough. So you need that pinpoint light directed on the specific thing you're working on. Um, <laughs> I hope you're following me so far. It's a dream, guys. It's a dream. Okay, then on one of the smaller walls, so I'm thinking a massive rectangular type room, one of the smaller walls, um, I would have, uh, or beside it, I should say, where the windows are, I would have like an island bench. So think about your kitchen. Some kitchens have that huge sort of island bench with a, you know, the bench on top. And that would be probably a polished concrete as well. Uh, I like polished concrete. And underneath that would be filled with bits boxes and everything would have a place. So everything would have its own little drawer for human fantasy heads or um, fantasy shields or science fiction or 40K um, human torsos. (laughs) Or another bit might be orc wheels, you know, whatever it is, but everything is categorized and very systematic and um, organized perfectly. And, uh, you know, maybe I can hire like a minion who can just make sure that's always in order. Because <laughs> I haven't got time, goddammit, to sort through stuff like that. I'm a busy man. Um, yeah, so that would be so awesome. So I, so, so the reason for the actual bench part is because I, so I can sort of um, uh, loosely throw things together. So I'd have my workstation where it actually cut and carve and glue but on that workbench it would kind of be like a, a free space to chuck all my bits over and just sort of play around with ideas on does that make sense um like a like a um a, i don't know a seamstress might throw out bits of fabric and bits of lace and ribbon and ideas and stuff like that and just look at it and go yeah actually i could do this and this and this with it that's kind of what that that bench would be for okay now we start getting a little crazier and a little bit um, <laughs> diverting away from our beloved hobby because I would have a bar, 100%. I would have a nice long bar, not one of these corner jobs. I would have a nice long bar with neon lights and you know, really sort of over the top tackiness. I kind of just think coyote ugly, coyote ugly. Um, yeah, think maybe even a bit of Blade Runner, like that kind of neon, futuristic, industrial kind of look with a, a plethora of drinks in a glass cabinet behind the bar, um, a number of different beers on tap, uh, including Guinness. And um, yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> amazing. I'd also have like a uh, a grill as well down there so I can barbecue up some some bacon or some sausages or some steaks or chops and stuff like that and have a you know fridge and all that kind of thing too for for dips and blah 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 um there'd obviously be like an offshoot bathroom doesn't need to be massive just a little ensuite thing you know um you know just a basin and a toilet um maybe a shower shower would be nice yeah like a walk-in shower that'd be kind of nice with one of those big water wasting shower heads the rain shower heads whatever they're called that'd be ace too Uh, (laughs) um then finally in the last corner of the room i'd have a very a, a, a basic sort of uh stage setup with fold back speakers amplifiers 
a drum kit setup. Um, I'd probably go for a Pearl drum kit. <laughs> um, there'd be microphones and guitars and bass as well. So that spot there is basically for me and my mates to go nuts with a bit of music. And then, you know, then we can retire to the bar and then I can bore them senseless with my painted figures. Oh, and of course, dotted around so against some of the other walls or just randomly dotted here there everywhere would be um display cabinets of course um showing off all the stuff that i've painted and finished there would be no unfinished stuff in those cabinets only the finished works of art ah <laughs> uh, so yeah so that would that would be the most awesome dream come true workspace for me <laughs> hobby spotlight this week is on a chap called brad is drab uh, you can find his website by typing in is drab i-s-d-r-a-b dot com i'll just read his um artistic statement i create articulated sculptures and make stop motion animation with them forming surrealistically detailed sculptures using discarded and found objects Everything is broken down to parts removed from their original context to become pieces of seeming, seemingly ancient robots and monsters. Many of my images come originally from dreams. These characters are my children who represent other worlds and places. So this guy isn't your standard kind of hobbyist. Um, he does use uh, models and, and Warhammer stuff, but it's more... Um, I don't, yeah, it's more sculptures, like he said. And like a more recent one that he's done on his Instagram is like a life-size, almost like a mannequin. But it's some kind of weird wasteland, robotic, zombie, death... Sorry about the motorbike. Um, creature thing. It's so cool. So, so cool. He's built some Necromunda-type terrain uh as well that he's that he's hashtagged spruins because i believe he's used a lot of sprues in there which is which is quite inspirational and very clever as well you can find him on instagram by just typing in brad is drab or one word he's a great painter as well it's a very i don't want to say blanchitsu because it's it's more his own style it's just it is very grubby but in a very cool way, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, just, I, I can't explain it, but he's, it's just out there. He's just doesn't, he thinks very much outside the box, and I really appreciate that and really like that and find that inspirational. I've been following his blog for a number of years and pretty much tried to find him straight away when I jumped on Instagram a couple of years ago as well. And, yeah, it's just very inspirational, really, uh, a lot of it's very Mad Maxi, you know, post-apocalyptic kind of vibe thing going on, but with a with a uniqueness to it that I haven't really seen before. So check him out. The website is isdrab, I-S-D-R-A-B.com, and his Instagram is bradisdrab. Very, very cool indeed. I had an email. I like it when I get emails. I don't get many, but that's okay. You know, we live in a world where everyone's busy, and, you know, why would you want to waste your time emailing some idiot who does a... A hobby podcast, but um, <laughs> can you hear those violins again? No, I had a <laughs> had an email from uh, Simon K, um, and he basically just wanted to ask if Star Wars was an influence in my hobbying at all. In all honesty, I would say 
I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe subconsciously, yes. But it's not like I've watched all the movies and then gone, I'm going to make Star Wars stuff. Um, but I guess there is elements of Star Warsiness in my models. Um, but then I guess they, they, you could say the same for horror movies and science fiction movies in general. I think I'm influenced by so much, not just um, movies and, and music and things like that, but also from what I see other hobbyists that I admire doing, also from day-to-day things, also from history, uh, from art, whatever it is. So so there's so much there. It's a big mixing pot, melting pot of, of ideas and and interests and blah, 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 all put into that one big pot, Turn, mix it around, put it on high on the blender, and then, hey, presto, you've got me with one of my little creations. <clears throat> So I, I hope that answers the question for you, Simon. Thank you for emailing me. I really appreciate it. If anybody else out there would like to email me, you can by typing in uh, into the uh, address imperialrebelorc at gmail.com. You can also follow my uh, good old-fashioned blog, imperialrebelorc.wordpress.com, or come and find me and just look at the pretty pictures on Instagram, which is imperialrebelorc as well. Uh, what have I been up to? Well... Look, in all honesty, uh, pretty much zero this last week. Um, I've just come out of lockdown, eight weeks of lockdown due to the uh, COVID pandemic, and straight back into work. So it's been absolutely flat out. My old body, I'm 41, my old bones and and muscles are definitely feeling um, the wear and tear, uh, given the fact that I was in hibernation and pretty much just in my armchair watching movies and TV shows and playing with the kids for eight weeks. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely feeling the aches and pains, but I'm sure my body will warm up soon enough. Um, It felt really good to be back to work. I, I run my own little humble gardening business. It felt good in the sense of just, I don't go too well being caged uh for the most part it was fun but i did start feeling a little bit i just got to get out and so to be back at work back stuck into to gardening and being out in the great wide world is awesome plus it's spring here in australia so everything's starting to grow pretty rapidly so it was good to get back on top of things for my clients and things like that too and to see their happy smiling faces uh, so I've done very little, but um, this weekend um, I'm hoping to make a start on De Red October. This is a, uh, a giant land ship thing that I built in December 2019. I've undercoated it finally, and I'm hoping to get some base colours on it this weekend if I can. I am working for most of the weekend as well, though, so we'll see how we go. I could be too knackered, but we'll see. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really, really do appreciate it. If you're enjoying it, then please tell your friends, tell your hobby buddies, tell your mum, anyone who you think may be interested in this little podcast of mine. Uh, feel free to review it on uh, Apple, on iTunes. Every little bit helps. It helps um, generate more listeners and all that kind of thing. But just bear in mind, I'm not doing this to make any money. I'm doing it purely for a bit of fun and hopefully to engage with listeners and fellow hobby hobbyists and like-minded people. So have a good time, guys. Um, (laughs) Be good to yourselves, and I'll see you in episode 37. You've been listening to The Imperial Red Podcast.